VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. It's always such an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week and to bring you such amazing guests that can really help you to live the kind of life you want to live. And just want to let you know that Positive Living is on Voice America, and it's on on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and it's broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. And, again, as I always say, uh, you can go to my website, and you can look up my book, Pathfinding Seven Principles for Positive Living. I'm also bringing some amazing speakers, and actually my guests today are speakers I'm bringing to wonderful resorts to present their work. So my work is all about being the bumblebee and the pollinator and bringing these amazing guests to you who help you, as I said, live the kind of life you want. You can give us a call if you're here live today, which is June 18th at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and that number is 866-472-5788. I have tremendous guests on today, and actually they are a husband and wife team. My guests today are Michael and Linda Brady, and I will tell you about them, but what they're talking about is the secrets of serendipity and how our soul has a roadmap for our life when we pay attention. My guest is Linda Brady. She's the president of the International Center for Creative Choices. She's a holistic teacher and karmic astrologer. She continues her sole mission to expose the world to her life-saving philosophy through her teacher, teaching, writing, and counseling. And she's former director of the Rehabilitation Therapy in Maryland and vice principal of Baltimore County Schools. So she really combines her formal training and experience with innovative design. Her husband, Michael Brady, is the co-founder and vice president of Creative Choices. He holds a BS in psychology from Towson State University and an MA in clinical development psychology from Antioch University. And before meeting Linda in 1979, Michael worked in the field of psychiatry and psychology at various hospitals and private practices in the Baltimore area. And so the two of them together really combine their work, and they work on dream work and past lives and motivation and soul purpose, and they work together and separately. Welcome, Linda Brady, and welcome, Michael Brady. Hi, Patricia. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Michael. Hi, Patricia. Um, I know you have this book, Linda, that you wrote called Discovering Your Soul Mission, uh-huh. How to Use Karmic Astrology to Create the Life You Want. You know, a lot of people really don't understand what astrology is. They think it's reading that horoscope in the newspaper. Yes, I And know. it's much deeper than that. And how do you really use that on a deep level to help you with your mission? Right. Um, that's a very good question. First of all, I wouldn't be an astrologer if I didn't believe that my soul created my chart in the first place. So I believe that when I, before I come in this lifetime, that I have ch- my soul has chosen the date, the time, and the place um, where I would be born, where I would have this this roadmap, if you will, mm-hmm. and that I could start using this roadmap to help me become more and more integrated, more and more aware of my soul's mission. So that's why it's it feels right to me because I really truly know it was not it was not arbitrary. And for me, an astrological chart is a very sacred contract that I have between me and my soul. 
So and what I, you're saying is we chose to came in, come into this life at a certain time, at a certain day, at a certain place. Yes, that's what I believe. And in, the, and in that, we've also chosen our parents and our situations and other soul contracts that we have in our life in order to learn to grow, to evolve, and that all that information actually sits in our astrological chart if we can interpret the information. All right. Now, Michael, you work with past life, meaning that if we do have the belief that we have come into this life and we've chosen our parents and we've, and we've you know, chosen the day and the time, then we must have been here before. Yes. So that's where past life comes in. How does, how, how, how does understanding your past life help you to understand your present life? How does that help you? Oh, well, in, in, in untold ways, there are, are persons who have fears, anxieties, phobias. They have reactions to uh, uh, aspects of their life that they can't really explain from their uh, prior experiences. And we all have a, uh, a, a karmic past with all the people who are important in our life, our parents, our children, our lovers, our husbands, our enemies. All of these persons are persons that we have had experiences with before in past lives. So when you go into your, into your mind and you learn how to access that part of yourself, that can tap that information, you're able to uh, understand the patterns of your reaction in the, your uh, current life mm -hmm. and to uh, uh, able to release those, those, um, those fears and angers and mm -hmm. uh, aspects of how you feel that block how you behave in this life. Now, does that, when you say you understand it and so you can release it, but understanding doesn't always mean immediate release, right? No, it, it might does. take some time. Yes. Well, in uh, a past life work, though, it isn't that you just see something. It's that you feel mm -hmm. what you see, and it's it's in your feelings about what you see in your in your unconscious, in your trance state. Um, the impact that has on you personally is is a large part of what shows you that oh, what you're doing is is real for you, real uh, to you, and you have a release of a lot of the feelings that that have been pr problematic to you mm -hmm. just in that process of accessing. And then after you get the information, the understanding about the past life and how it connects to the people or the person, the experiences in this life, you can then do more work after your eyes are open in your life, you know, to change how you feel and respond in, in uh, certain experiences. And also, could it be that you just, those old behaviors start falling off once you get it on a deep level? Yes, All of a sudden, they do. you notice you're not attracting those same things, or you're not doing those same things anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, Linda, tell me how you and Michael combine your work. They're similar, but they're not the same. How do you work together? Right. Well, uh, we're a good one-two punch. Um, <laughs> I use I use a straw. They're a person's a client's astrological chart to help them understand their karmic blocks, to help them understand their mission, to give them ideas about soul contracts all the things we just talked about. Mm -hmm. And it's more of an intellectual, philosophical, somewhat emotional experience that they would have with me. 
With Michael, though, what they're doing is really um, creating a connection to their unconscious memory. Mm -hmm. So I may say to a client, well, I know you had a past life um, in the Catholic Church in Spain, and I'm not sure exactly what happened there, but I have a feeling you weren't a pretty pretty nice person there. But that's what I may know based on the chart, and usually I'm right about that. Mm -hmm. But Michael takes that client right to that place. And we find out all kinds of information. So maybe, you know, maybe it was in Spain, maybe it was in Portugal. But the reality is they have the memories, they have the experiences that I can um, look at and see to some degree in a chart. Michael helps them do the other piece. Mm-hmm. So Michael is part of the They go back to that place exactly. in their memory. Right. Michael's the emo- we call him the emotional rotor rooter. <laughs> he he helps people really get in touch with their feelings, their karmic feelings mm-hmm. and ways to, you know, figure out how to change that. A client then would come back from Michael and come back to me and then I would come up with all kinds of ritual, which I do a lot of, in helping people work on forgiveness or write letters or write stories or do very concrete uh resolution work. Mm-hmm. So they start with me, they go to Michael, they usually end up with me. Speaking of which, with, with both of you back and forth, one of the things you're going to be doing, and I'm, I'm actually helping with this, is you're going to be giving a workshop in Costa Rica yes. at Pura Vida Spa, which is known for its yoga around the world, and we're starting to bring in other workshops like yours. And we're calling it, you're calling it the Secrets of Serendipity, Your Soul's Roadmap for Your Life. Yeah. And both of you are doing this workshop together. Yes. Yeah. So let me talk a little bit about what you're doing, and then maybe both of you can address this so people can understand what you're doing there, but also they can call you for individual sessions as well sure. and what you're doing. Um, you talk about the link between past patterns and struggles and the life lessons chosen when you came into this life. And you, you, you didn't talk so much about the life lessons. You talked more about that you understand where you come from because of your birth date and you've chosen. But talk about these life lessons you come in with. Okay. I believe each life is a journey and that we come in based on our past life experiences to move to and, and understand what our mission is in any given life. So an astrological chart has a position called the North Node, which tells us very clearly not only what our soul mission is and what our life pattern is, so what it needs to be, but it also tells us exactly what our soul looks like and feels like and smells like, which is information to me that is invaluable. You know, I wanted to know in this lifetime... I wanted to know my soul so directly that I could feel his touch. Mm-hmm. I wanted to understand how to communicate with, with my soul because I wanted to do my work. I wanted to make sure I didn't detour. I wanted to be able to know what I was surrendering to. Mm-hmm. So an astrological chart gives us that information, and it helps people immeasurably in not having to do all the detours we tend to do if we don't have a roadmap. Okay. All right, Michael, here's another thing you talk about. The difference between what you think will make you happy and what will really make you happy. And I suppose that would tie into some past life, too. But talk about that. Asking me to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, our our uh, charts have uh, have two points in them called the North the North Node and the South Node, and the South Node is opposite to the North Node, and it's the astrological energy that we were involved in a lot in our last few past lifetimes or our last lifetime. 
and as we come into our life now, that really is our personality because it's it's who we've been and we bring it in with us, uh, and it's a part of who we uh, come to be in our personality in 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 our current life. And the North Node is this is this opposite astrological energy that our soul wants us to embrace and become more of in order to balance out that 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 past south nodal pattern mm-hmm. so we come in to achieve and embrace our, our our north nodes and our personalities as a result tend to have an idea about what will make us happy or uh, or please us or we want and it's 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 not the same thing as as our soul or our north node would want for us. It's 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 actually opposite of it often. Okay. And so there's a there's a, uh, a dynamic conflict that exists in in all of us about the part of us that thinks we know what we want, and then that deeper part of us that really knows what would fulfill us and make us happy. All right, Linda, let me ask you, because you deal with that when you're reading the chart. You're dealing with the north and the south nodes. So how do you help somebody who's, you know, in front of you saying, oh, Linda, I really want this and I really want that and I seem to have it all but I'm not happy, and you being able to look at the chart and saying, yeah, and the reason you're not happy is. Talk about that. uh, You're you're reading my mind, Patricia. (laughs) Um, What I notice with people, and I have clients all over the world, all kinds of stages of life, millionaires, people, you know, middle class, doesn't matter what the money situation is, but people come to me and say that I'm not happy. I have this, I have that, I have everything I think I I would have wanted, anything that I chose to have, I have, basically, and I'm still not happy. And what I know about that is that we are not happy if we are alienated from our spiritual source. I just know that. I mean, I am... Very, I'm a very happy person. I'm a very complete person. And I, I get what I want mostly because but what I want is what my soul wants me to have. And mm-hmm. I don't really care about all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and I do my life in concert, in relationship. Mm-hmm. I do not feel alienated. I do not feel separated. I do not feel disconnected mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. those things, I mean, we tend to see those things as not having a relationship but with Let me they. ask you this, Linda. Was there a point in your life when you did feel disconnected? Absolutely. And what what changed that for you? Where, where was the... Uh, what I'm helping... Uh, what I'm saying is, how does a listener go from that then to listen to, this is how I did it? Got it. Um, I got to a point in my life where I didn't think I wanted to live. Really? Where everything in my life sucked. I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. I was unhappy most of the time. Seriously overweight. Not healthy. I mean, you name it. I. I had it. And then, and that was where I got. You know. And then I started. To, you know. I, I was an astrologer at the time, and I started looking at my chart a little deeper. And I looked at you know my relationship with God. And I'd been a Christian my whole life, but I didn't, you know, then I stopped having a relationship with God, and then I didn't have that either. And then I started understanding my chart, not as, not as a any religious person, but as a person who wanted to connect to spirit, and a person who wanted to have that energy in my life. And I wanted, and at that point in my life, my personality just didn't know how to drive my truck. Mm-hmm. It just didn't. And at one point I said to myself, I remember this day, to, I remember to the day I passed, either you let your soul ride, you know, do it for a while, Linda, or just go, just leave. 
Mm-hmm. And what I did at that point, I surrendered. Mm-hmm. I said, all and, right. And what so. does that mean? What does that mean for our listeners? I meant, it meant that anything my soul wanted me to do, any changes it wanted me to make, any, any glitches it wanted me to resolve, any way it wanted me to be, I would be. I had to go from being an introverted, shy, pathologically shy human being to a person who was very connected to other people, very external, very extroverted, very dramatic, very powerful in the world. That was not my personality, but it certainly is my soul. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, fine. So now when I do anything, radio shows, TV, whatever, whatever I'm doing that pushes me to be very visible in the world, Mm -hmm. I surrender. My soul Mm -hmm. does the work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, here's what I'm hearing from what you're saying, because I know there are certain things, I was just thinking about this, that I have in my life where um, it's, it's a button pushing area. Like you said, your natural personality or outward personality isn't to do media and isn't to be out there. But you know that's where you, you need to be, yep. so you surrender and you do it. Right. And do you think with lots of people we have those areas where, you know, it's a one fear place and we keep being pushed to go there and move oh, through it? Absolutely. Because that's the that's exactly what our souls are doing. And the older we get the you know, the stronger the nudges are. Mm-hmm. Because we can sit mm-hmm. back and say, you know, this is what my personality wants. This is my safety zone. This right. is where I'm comfortable. Right. Right. Or we can go, okay, fine. This is not making me happy. Okay. All right, let me switch to Michael. Michael, do you think some of this comes, like, for example, let's say with Linda. I'm going to give her as an example. Okay. So let's say she came to you and she said, well, you know, Michael, I mean, really my personality is shy and I know I've got to get out there in the media and I know I've got to get this work out there, but... I'm not comfortable doing that. Right. So would you then bring her to a past life where in some way you would find out why that's so? That's exactly correct, right, because in, in, in her past lifetime, she's had experiences of being powerful in the past mm-hmm. and, and in charge, and she didn't do a, a, a adequate job with it. She did badly with it, and it probably cost her her life along the way. So, so she she comes in with this energy at the at the feeling level that says, "Ooh, that's really kind of kind of dangerous to go out there mm-hmm. and be out there, and I'm scared to do that as a result." So we hold back. So yes, I would I would help her go find those past experiences in other lifetimes that are the foundation of her fear in this lifetime and then understand that her fears are actually about how she's already been, not mm-hmm. how she's going to be. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's extremely helpful. All yeah. right. So in this workshop, you're both going to be there in Costa Rica for seven days. In this workshop, what is it that you feel, Linda, you're going to help people do? Okay, well, the first thing I want to say is that Doing it in Costa Rica is a blessing and it's perfect because in November and in December, the planet Jupiter and the planet Pluto are both coming together in Sagittarius, which will not happen again for well over 300 years. Sagittarius rules Spanish-speaking cultures. It rules Costa Rica. So what we're going to be doing in an environment that's extraordinarily powerful and very blessed is teach Mm -hmm. people 
how to find an opportunity for expansion, spiritual connection, the ability to understand their life as a perfect journey from their soul, a way to integrate and find ways to be happier, more um, able to find soulmates, all the things that we can get in our life if we find a way to connect with our soul including, and very importantly, the whole process and philosophy of serendipity, which is another philosophy that is driven by Sagittarius. So working and meditating and being in an environment so perfect as in Costa Rica, I think it's going to, make, it's one, it's going to create an environment where people are just going to get what we have to say, that the energy is going to be so good and so powerful there because it is what we're talking about. So we're going to be looking at ways to create opportunities for people to meet their soul, to understand whatever karmic blocks would keep them from doing that, to help people understand how their soul does create their life, the symbols of their life that they can find in their day-by-day environment, and understanding all of that through a philosophy that, that really says that our souls create our life perfectly, and therefore everything that happens has truth and meaning. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to do in that environment. Okay, Michael. Any comments on what Linda just said? And I'll, and I will use uh, a, a, a guided a, a trance experiences with the groups uh, to help them get into that part of themselves that can tap their past lifetime and their soul, and help people learn how to be in a relationship with their unconscious mind and their soul. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a lot. It's also going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, Linda, I've got a question. You were a, a principal of a school. Vice right? principal, yeah. Right, okay. So you, and was this elementary or high? Um, actually, it was for the mentally challenged. So we had, you know, from zero all the way up to okay. 21. All right. So you were in, you know, now that's interesting because I wasn't expecting that answer. So when you see that with mentally challenged, how did you go from that to this, and how do you think this work could help those folks, or do you think it could? I was not able then, when I was when I was working in there, often to use astrology to help because it would have been outside of my bailiwick. Right. Uh, parents might not have liked it. Certainly, the state of Maryland wouldn't have been too keen on it. Right. Um, a, a few times I did, though. A few times I looked at a client's chart and just and it gave me ideas about what I could do. If I were it, what I'm doing now, actually, I'm going to be doing a major speeches in D.C. with school systems, private school systems, using astrology to help them with the, with the latest generation of children. So now in my life, because I'm well-known and I have you know, a reputation, people are more likely to say, all right, Linda, let's use your, your educational background, your administrative background, and see if we can use that to help educational systems now. So I'm, I really am working on integrating that. The reality was back then, Patricia, being an educator was wonderful, and I love being an educator. I didn't really feel that I was affecting any major change. Not really. Mm-hmm. And because I was in the position, yeah, I was. You know, you can't affect a lot of changes. And what I really wanted to do back then was to affect change in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I became an astrologer as I was being a vice principal. And then one day, you know, my mother passed, and I was sitting there with myself deciding what I really wanted to do with the rest of my life. Was it to be continue up in education, or was it to take the biggest risk of my life and in the 70s in Baltimore become an astrologer? Mm-hmm. 
And, of course, that in and of itself was terrorizing. Well, and, let, yeah, particularly then. Particularly so let's then. Talk about, let's talk about, you know, 30, 40 years later with astrology. Yeah. Where do you both think astrology is now in terms of becoming more mainstream and more accepted? Linda and then Michael. Okay. I believe there have been a lot of people like me in the world, a lot of people I've trained, a lot of people all over the world who have seen astrology as a sacred language that supports the philosophy of the age of Aquarius. I believe a lot of very smart, educated people have looked at the astrological experience through quantum physics and you know, many other forms of spirituality and seen its efficacy. I believe that it is the language of the age of Aquarius. As a matter of fact, Aquarius rules astrology. So I, I, my guess is that astrology, the kind of astrology that I practice, not predictive astrology, which I do not ever do, but astrology that's there to help people uncover their, their experience of their life, is becoming more and more prevalent and it's becoming legitimized by people like me because people don't expect people with master's degrees, you know, to have to be astrologers. Mm-hmm. You know, they think that, you know, it's this, you know, corny sort of foo-foo kind of mm-hmm. stuff that you see in newspapers. All right, and now, Michael, your work is even more out there in a the sense, avant-garde, in terms of past life. Where do you see that now in 2007? I see that, well, there was a splurge of this back in the 80s when the books came out, like Brian Weiss's book about past life exploration, and it first became popularized. I think now, though, there's more of a drive to understand what's happened in our past lives and to utilize that in our current life or, or, or whereas back then it was more of an exploration you know to just see if there was something in a past life so i think there's been a growth and a kind of a, a maturation of the people who who uh, do this kind of work mm-hmm. where they're applying it more to their lives now than they did back then Okay. I think no. it's also, Patricia, the generations that, you know, that are involved now. It's, you know, the people like you and I um, and Michael who really are investigating and understanding the, the depths of their emotional being. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our parents' generation wasn't, yeah. wasn't the therapy generation. Our generation is. So when we figured out that traditional therapies got us to a certain level but not all the way, then we started exploring mm-hmm. alternatives. Well, and I, I think, too, you know, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, you may not believe in any of this, but I really would be surprised to hear anybody who doesn't believe in it after they've had their chart done. And I mean, by someone experienced. You know, when someone reads your chart, with, when you know the time and the day and the place, and really spends the time, it's, to me, I think it's quite enlightening. Yes. Because so much of it is very accurate, and I've just not heard this from me, but from many people. And so, you know, if, if, again, I think that it's pretty amazing when you take the time to have this done. Yeah. And different people read differently. I mean, if you have your chart done by different folks, right? Oh, absolutely. 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 Yeah, yeah. We are, my, my claim to fame is karmic astrology. That's what Michael does. I mean, we, we integrate the mind, the body, and the spirit into all the work we do. We don't come out of a spiritual bias. We come out of a holistic bias. Right. And it's very right. different, you know. And, of right. course, the, the non-prediction is very different. It's not yeah. what people expect. So we've certainly, we, I, I believe we have taken astrology and karma into another place. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I'm gonna, I usually don't share my personal story, but I, I do want to say this because I had some readings with you, Linda, and one of the things you came, you came up with for me was you said, you know, there's one area that I, I see you're stuck here. I mean, because it kept coming out every time we talked. And you said, I really think you need to work with Michael. And I thought, well, this will be interesting. So we, I did a couple sessions with Michael, which, again, were almost, almost like being in hypnosis. It was fascinating because you, you kind of go back in time and your voice just starts talking. And it's interesting, Michael, because I haven't given you much feedback on this, but, you know, now I can look at this four or five months later, and a, a lot of those issues are, are not there now. Oh, I mean, right. You know, they're, they're there, but they're there. And uh, how do you say this? They're there, but I'm not hooked to them. Yes. And that's the difference. I'm, I'm finding, I'm, even if I get hooked, I'm, I'm standing back and going, I don't need to do that. I don't need to be there. I don't need to get it. You see, because, and, and I almost think that it's just something releases within your system, which is, I think, what both of you are saying. Yes. Yes, it does, absolutely. And uh, when you learn something in this life new, Patricia, you don't really learn anything new out of your conscious mind. It's uh, Anything learned new is executed by your unconscious mind. Yeah. Even though we've been told from grade school one, uh, pay attention to this or you aren't going to learn it. So, yes, I, I do a lot of hypnotic interactive things while I talk to someone, mm-hmm. and even if I'm not doing a trance, you know, per se, it still turns out to be a hypnotic interaction, mm-hmm. and there are things that are learned and are released even even at a place that you don't know about at the time sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, yes, on a very deep level. I want to ask you both about this, because you're going to talk about this in your workshop in Costa Rica, and this is pretty mainstream. You, you say that this work... The secret of serendipity and the work that you both do with karmic astrology and past life is that it will help you reduce stress and raise your confidence level by living in the serendipity, mm-hmm. and that it will help you be less confused and lighter and more joy-filled. So, um, explain that. Okay. Well, for me, if I if I'm living my life knowing that everything that happens has a purpose and a meaning. If I know that everything in my life is directed by a divine purpose and Uh that I can learn and grow from the experience, I'm going to be happier. If I know that I'm going to um, connect with my soul and do my work and be of service and be connected to other human beings, I am going to feel much more fulfilled and I'm going to feel a lot better about myself because I think that's one of our challenges. When we don't feel good about ourselves, often it's because we're not doing what what we need to be doing Mm -hmm. or we don't have the courage or something to get outside of our own dots. Mm -hmm. But don't you think, though, Linda, that sometimes when you're doing your purpose, like, for example, I am living my purpose and mission, that there are tests along the way because it pushes you, like in your case, to be out there. It pushes you to break through some barriers that you really aren't comfortable with, but you know you have to because of that purpose. Right. And I think the reason for yes, and I think it's, the reason for that is for people like Michael and I, we know we're going to live again. And I'm 64, you know, so I want to make as, I want to make sure as much as I can that I have done what I need to do because I don't think this is my last life. Mm-hmm. So it gives me more motivation, you know. But how, what do you say to people who are living their life purpose but they feel like they're on the edge, that that part's hard because they have to live with, you know, they may be out of their comfort zone. 
Well, then I, I really asked them to look at how they would feel if they went outside their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, courage is one of the most important ingredients that we have. Mm-hmm. Being afraid and pushing through it and doing it anyway, I consider one of the most important things in my life. Okay. So I don't, I don't hold comfort zones as really comfortable. So you're saying that that's part of it? Yes. Really what that you're saying. You, you just have to... You have to go with that gut feeling and what you know you're supposed to be doing. Right, yeah. and, and sometimes the gut feeling doesn't give us exactly what we need either because there are to- a lot of gut feelings that are generated from past life fears and past life phobias. So we've got to be really careful about that too. So that's why it's important to see, to really know what our mission is, I mean to really figure it out whether it's through astrology or whatever tools it is, because sometimes our gut feeling isn't right, mm. isn't correct. And well, how do we know that? Well, that's a good question. You know, I guess, the, the, as you said before, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, if, if, in fact, happening. we're not happy, if, in fact, we're not fulfilled, if, in fact, we're not more prosperous, mm-hmm. if, in fact, we're not creating what we want, then I guess we know it's not right, don't we? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's have both of you talk a little bit more about what people will do when they attend your seven-day workshop. What are some of the exercises they'll do? Michael, you want to share some of that? Sure. Okay. I, I, I will begin with with an exercise of half an hour, hour uh, guided meditations where persons are introduced to their unconscious mind and their soul and... I help them to resolve the conflict that they inherently experience, you know, between those parts of themselves, their, their, their uh, personality and their soul, their unconscious mind and their conscious mind. Because mm-hmm. in our culture, we are taught to believe only in our personality and only in what we can, can consciously do. And the unconscious and the spiritual are these vague, dangerous, edgy, places you should never go alone you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and all of us have that archetype that we're carrying around so there's a huge shift that goes on in a person when they're able to go through some experiences and learn experientially for themselves that both parts of themselves are, are 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 important and even though they they each have their own Kind of direction, if you will, and process, and they're and they're different. That that they're not supposed to be in conflict. They're supposed to work with each other. Mm-hmm. And when that occurs in a person through some trance work, there's a huge shift in that person. They start to relax, and then they are able to tap more of the talents and the skills and the aptitudes that 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 are inherently in their unconscious minds, and they begin to learn how to use those talents and skills in more active ways in their mm-hmm. life. All right. And Linda, talk about some of the other things people are going to get okay. from your yeah. end of the workshop. Yeah. Well, we're going to be using their astrological charts, absolutely. So we're going to, And we're going to be looking at symbols in their life. We're going to be looking at how they can really truly understand what their soul is in their life. I mean, we could be, we'll probably do some collaging. We'll be doing some, uh, some vision questing where they will, I will send them out into this beautiful environment, you know, with, with a question, with a, with, and they will come back with an answer. And I'll teach them how to do that. And, you know, we'll be doing a lot of work, you know, basically on the ideas of what our soul really truly wants and how we can continue to be on the path. 
Mm-hmm. And that's very dynamic. It's very um, part of a day-by-day life. That's what we do when we bring retreaters here. You know, we're living in this life together and learning and growing together. And it's, it's very dynamic in that way. We'll be, um, Michael will be doing a, a beautiful meditation which will connect each person with their soul. So they will live, they will leave the, um, the experience knowing what their soul is so they can have a better relationship with their soul. And they can learn, you know, how to look at their lives and see all the wonderful serendipitous moments they've had that they didn't know they'd had. Right. So that's that whole reframing of, of life into that experience. Mm-hmm. It sounds to me like the difference between what you do in therapy is that you, you're able to find things out very quickly without having to spend years of, of listening to stories. Yes, that's yes, right. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, because you get right to it. Yeah. Right to it. What is it you want people, both of you, I'm going to ask you both this, um, what is it you want people to get from your work and from, what's your, what is your message, Linda? And then I'll ask Michael. I want people to be inspired to be as happy and as connected to life as I am. I want people to know that they have the courage and the power to get and do what they want through the uh, connection they have with their soul. That's what I want. That's what I, why I wrote Discovering Your Soul Mission. That's why I work with people. I'm a cosmic cheerleader. I want people really to get that their lives can be different regardless of what's going on outside of themselves, mm-hmm. that they, in fact, can do their life internally in a very powerful way and live a, live a very sacred life. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. And you, you did that. I mean, you transformed from one extreme to the other, so you know this can work. I know it can work. I am a Sagittarian. If I did not know it could work, if I did not have the experiences, I wouldn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Thank you. Michael, and what do you want people to get? I want them to uh, to get from my work with them as a guide that they have more capacities, that there is more depth to them than they've ever thought, and that there is a whole part of them that that they don't utilize well in their life that uh, that 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 holds them back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the other things I want to say before we close is. Something you have on the website, Linda, and your website is creativechoices.com. Correct. Right. You talk yeah. about new rules for a new age, and I, I'm going to read some of these questions because I feel that, and then you say if you've answered yes to any one of these questions or more, that, you know, these are some of the things that you help people with in your workshops and in your work and in your individual sessions. Mm-hmm. You know, are you out of touch with your children's spiritual evolution? Are you still blaming your parents for your life challenges? You know, you still need to find your soul mission. Are you chronically angry or scared? Do other people cause you disappointment and pain? Do you lack joy and fulfillment? Is there a lack of meaning and purpose? Do you give your power away to other people? Are you tired of telling yourself lies? Are you negative? Do you love others more than you? Do you have trouble understanding symbols around you? And you're saying if you say yes to any of those, that the work that you and Michael do can really help you. Absolutely. And the name of your book is Discovering Your Soul Mission, How to Use Karmic Astrology to Create the Life You Want. And your website is creativechoices.com. Yes. And you're going to be in Pura Vida, Costa Rica from November 3rd to the 10th. That's right. Yep. That's it. Okay. And uh, and again, um, if people want to get a hold of you or or talk to you, uh, they can write to you? They can email us at creativech at aol.com. Or call us at um, 802-988-9664.
Okay. All and right. they can always go on our website. There's a Mar- Michael has a wonderful new um, CD that they can actually listen to. It's free. It's a wonderful meditation that he's just done, so they can go on there, download it, or listen to it on their computer. And, uh, Michael, do you want to say anything more about that? No, no, honey, I don't. I think you said it all. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> all right, and they can call also and ask you and ask you some questions, and that's 802-988-9664. All right, and also it's creative. Uh, it is creativechoices.com. Correct. Correct. Okay. All right, well, it's been wonderful having you on the program. Thank you, Patricia, you. very much. Thank yeah. you, Patricia, for having us. Yeah, it's been great. Stay Take on the care. line. Stay on the line. Okay. All right. My guest next week is Dawn McIntyre, who is an intuitive mystic and spiritual teacher. Um, she is trained in really helping to shine a very clear light on the path of your soul, talking about souls, and assist you in moving op- removing obstacles along the way. She's very passionate about inspiring others to be the best that they can be and to really reach out in all areas of their life. And uh, she is a certified angel therapy practitioner and she is a light body graduate. And again, Dawn McIntyre will be on next week. Folks, as I always say each week, my mantra is stay healthy, stay happy, get all the support that you need in your life, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Have you ever thought about having your